We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. Plus, you can support college access and student access when you donate online to Roundup in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Sashir! Hi! Hello! How are you? Good. I'm going to give you my final B update. Okay. Wow. They're gone. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye to you, B. <laughs> I'm yes. so happy. I'm really glad about this. Me too. Me it freaking too. It's a long too. road, friend. Months. Months, months and, and months. months and months, but now they they're put gone. put up a fight. But they're like, they've been re- relocated. I hope they're having a great time in San Diego. It's <laughs> they're not in our house anymore. And uh, yeah, truly, we haven't seen any bees in like a week. And this is great. Our contractor came and closed up the hole. The stucco person comes next week to actually finish the job. And yeah, this is I just great. feel so happy <laughs> to not have to think about this this is a all the time. beautiful ending to the story yeah yeah and the company that helped is b leaf b-e-e-l-e-a-f in san diego isn't that cute uh and yeah they did a great job they were very efficient very professional and i'm so glad and i love that we got a shout out because they finished the job because they actually did the job yes <laughs> This is I won't miss any of the other B people who came to my house because they did not do the job. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, I'm having a bird problem. There's too many birds in my house. Oh, no. And I keep shitting everywhere. In the house or just on the house? In the house. Birds keep flying. No, I'm kidding. Outside of the house. <laughs> I have this, like, uh, this trellis of, like, uh, things. You're supposed to put flowers, I guess, in them. But, like, right now I just have, like... Uh, foliage on the outside traveling up and in the little tins a bird has created a nest and i don't know how to get them out of the nest because they're too high up for me Mm. i don't know and you don't like them there because they're loud or because they're messy because they shit they shit right they love to just shit wherever they please yeah birds are they don't use the same bathroom twice you're like, I'm done with that bathroom. Yeah. I'm going to a different one That now. one's dirty. I'm going to go with this clean one. 
You guys want to install, install those like spikes? I have them on my roof, but I'm like, mm-hmm. then I have to put them everywhere. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Or I yeah. won't, you know? That's a, that's another option. I mean, outside is their home. It is. It is their home. I'm encroaching on their territory because that's that's where they live. They live outside. I don't live outside. I live inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if they came inside, that'd be a different story. I told you this. I had the biggest roach in my garage. <laughs> it was the size of my dog. It was so big. And I saw him. And I was like, no, oh God, no. And I was like, I don't think I have roach spray because I don't, I've, I've only seen a roach one other time in, in, in near my house. And that was three years ago. Mm-hmm. So I left for two hours and I, I went to pull when I told you the story originally, I was like, I left for two hours. Didn't tell you what I did. I was just like, I left. Yeah. I was like, I guess you just circled the block. <laughs> for two hours. I was in so much distress. I said, better burn some gas. Uh, you know, uh, no, I went to pole class, swung around the pole, learned how to do a proper Peter Pan spin. Cause I've been doing it wrong. Ooh. Um, and got back and he was inches from where I left him, which led me to believe that this roach did not live in my house. He did not live in my garage because if he lived there, he'd be like, oh shit, I got to get back to my hiding place because she's back. Mm. Instead, he was just like looking around pretty confused being like, this is not where I live. And I think he came from somebody else's house who maybe put boric acid down on their house because Mm. he seemed lethargic and confused. And that's like the one thing that like really kills him besides like a half a can of Raid. Um, from my research. So I sprayed half a can of Raid on him. He was truly on his back. I sprayed some more. He was like kind of convulsing. And I was like, more, more. I was, oh my God. Okay, so in Star Wars, when Adam Driver's like, more, more. That was me with this can of Raid. And then he was truly on his back dead. And I took a box that I had in my garage that I hadn't broken down yet. And I primal screamed. I was like, ah, and slammed it down on him. <laughs> then I texted John Milheiser and I said, please come over and help me dispose of this bug. And he said, sure. But he was like living his life. And then I was on the phone with you and you were like, have Michael come over. So I was like, okay. So I had Michael come over and he was like, Nicole, this is the deadest bug I've ever seen. <laughs> like you fucking slaughtered him and then he threw him out and he was i think he was trying to show him to me but i had a broom in my hand so i was waving my broom at michael and then he threw him out and then you know it was, that's the end of that bug thank goodness yeah it was bad it was bad <laughs> it was bad i just i'm not a bug person Mm-mm. not me neither bu- i can't they're ugh, nasty nasty gross ew yeah, ugh, they really, they're not good. Yeah, I told you when there was one flying in my trailer. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. Just like, ugh, taking in the skies. And then ugh. it landed on the counter. I started screaming. Mm-hmm. No one came to rescue me <laughs> to do it on my, my, my damn self. <laughs> I got a slide and smashed it, still screaming. Ugh. Smashed it on the counter. Ugh. And then scooped up with a piece of paper and threw it outside. <gasps> You're I'm, great. I have no idea if it was dead or not. Uh, thank you very much. I, I was still screaming the whole time. I couldn't have done it. I would have, like, ran out of the trailer half naked. I just, <laughs> I can't do them. And when I lived in New York, uh, I don't know if I told this story, but 
I lived in Harlem and my building faced the inside of another building and there was an alleyway. We were on the sixth floor. We didn't have air conditioning in any of the rooms. So it just gets so hot. So we would open the windows and I lived there for, I guess, six years. And every single summer we would leave the windows down or open and go like eat dinner or something and come back to a windowsill full of roaches that we would then have to chase around and kill. And it was awful. And we never learned our lesson. We never bought screens. We never did anything. And it happened once a year, every summer. Yes, those screens, you can get screens for cheap. (laughs) Girl, I was in my early 20s. We were like, either we buy screens or have another drink at the bar. Mm. And honestly, another drink at the bar always fucking won. Yeah, we I lived in an apartment in a in Greenpoint for four years and there was a roach problem in the building and the unit below us like bombed their place and all the roaches Mm. came up to our place and then we bombed our place and then it went down (laughs) again and they just keep going from place to place but they never left completely. Mm -mm. They were always just there. Well, now everybody boric acid works on roaches. And vaginal minosis. That's not the way it's called. Vaginosis. Oh, I think it's just vaginosis. So there's two different types of boric acid. There's like a suppository that you can put right up in you. And then one you sprinkle on the ground for the the bugs. Make sure you know which one you're putting up your pussy. Hell yeah, dude. Do not squeeze roach (laughs) boric acid into your pussy. You might pass right away. You would die, yeah. Oh my God. And don't you dare do it and then be like, Nicole Byer said I should. (laughs) She said boric acid. I didn't look up which one it was. No, you gotta look it up, baby. (laughs) Oh boy. And then you try the uh, vaginosis one on the roaches and they're just like, well, I feel fresher, I guess. (laughs) 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 <laughs> They're like, actually, we feel rejuvenated. <laughs> wow. I have a question. Would you ever mm-hmm. get surgery? Have I ever asked you this? But like, what kind of surgery? I don't know. Like, elective surgery. I really want a BBL. Uh, like a plastic like plastic surgery? Yeah. Um, I don't think I would. Mm, okay. I don't. I can't think of any. I can't think of anything I would even do. Mm, I really want a BBL. I keep forgetting what that is every time you a say it. A Brazilian butt lift. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. Round this shit out. <laughs> I guess I could just do squats forever. But honestly, I've done so many squats in the last couple of days. My butt hurts. <laughs> well, you got to keep going and they won't hurt. It hurts so badly. Because mm-hmm. I've been squeezing it when I come up. I think I gave myself shin splints. What? I mean, I probably didn't really do that. But I've been, like, um, doing calf raises while I brush my teeth. Oh. And now my whole calf and shins, like, really hurt. Are you slamming down on the floor? Like, how (laughs) hard are you landing? It's not even how hard I'm landing. I think I I read, like, on, like, (laughs) mayoclinic.com, like, because I remember in track, people would get shin splints. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is that what I have? And it was like, it can come up. It's, it is for runners. Mm-hmm. It does happen with runners. Or if you increase the intensity of exercise suddenly, mm-hmm. then you get shin splints. And I for sure was doing 
nothing for, <laughs> for months. And now I did 20 calf raises. <laughs> and my body's like, ow! What the Maybe. heck? Maybe that's what you've done to yourself. I think so. I've been trying to get right back into pole. And boy, is it hard. Yeah. It's so hard. Uh, just because there's like weird limitations on both of my legs now. Because I thought I fully rehabilitated my knee from when I fell off the motorcycle. But I don't have like a knee grip. Like it's hard to like bend my knee and hold something behind my knee. Oh my um, so like now I have to work on that. And Ugh. then I cannot put my full weight on my ankle from when I fell down the stairs. <laughs> Damn. Nicole. So it's hard. The bottom yeah. half of me is broken. Yeah. Fuck. And I tried to pull in heels the other day, and my whole body was like, bitch, you're too high up here. You might come right back down. I did mm-hmm. one spin, and I said, all right, these come right back off. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just so hard. Uh, Are you doing any, like physical therapy moves to yeah. strengthen like the little tiny muscles around your knee yes. and your ankle? Uh, I do a lot of them like when I'm watching TV and at night. Um, mm-hmm. But now I think the range of motion is pretty good. I think it's like now taking weight to it is something I need to move on to. So literally mm-hmm. all I've been doing now is uh, sitting on, you know how you like put your, you sit on your feet? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can do that on one leg, but I can't do it on my bad ankle. So now I've just mm-hmm. been doing that and just like adding, like trying to sit back harder or not harder, but like slowly, slower. Yeah, it's uh, it's really, it's really annoying. It's annoying. Yeah, and then I've been taking Zoom classes and turning off my camera for when I get discouraged, and I can just be discouraged alone. <laughs> <laughs> no one has to see me. Yeah, no one has to see me be like ah, rump. Ah. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, it's hard. It's good that you're still, like, moving. Yeah. Well, bitch, I'm trying to get upside down. And I'm allegedly getting closer every day. I believe. Thank you. I miss Paul. I haven't done it in so long. Well, when you come back to losing, uh, you could come to a pole sesh with me. I haven't I done too. classes yet because of the Delta variant. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then Labrador, there's like Labradoodle or so whatever. There's like another variant. It's like Labradoodle Labs. Labaderm. Um the so, lotion? <laughs> uh-huh. There's Lubiderm, uh <laughs> set of pills, Delta, Jerkins, <laughs> American Airlines. It's, it's a picture of uh airlines oh, no. and uh lotions. <laughs> um but yeah, uh, I just, I've been doing privates with Veronica and we wear our mask and I feel very safe. And yeah, you come to that. I'll come to that. It'll be fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. so sore. I'm sure. Just parts of me that I haven't had sore in so long are just like, bitch. It's also just like getting older. Yeah, it sucks. Nobody tells you that. I know. It's harder for my bar- my body to recover yes. from anything. Boy, oh boy. It it's bad. Um did I tell you I took Clyde to work with me the other week? Mm, maybe. He loves car rides. Oh yeah, he told me he was like he just like was like, I'm gonna poop real quick or again. Yes. Well that was the last time. And last night we okay. went to the bank. He pooped so quick because he was like because anytime I let him down by the garage without his leash, he's like, We're getting in the car. And if I put the leash on, he's like, I have to shit real fast. Like he's 
<laughs> Clyde is my dog. Way. If you haven't been following, if you don't know, mm-hmm. it's, <laughs> be very funny by a little man who's like, I got Cheryl quick secondly. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, one it was early, and he understands early means I'm frantic, and that he could stare at me. And I will move very fast and I won't talk to him because, or I'll scream at him, be like, I'm late. I, we have mm. to go. I'm late. Mm. Um, so he was like kind of frantic and we were like walking and then he took a shit and then he had a shit again and he got confused and he like lifted his leg to pee and then just started shitting. And it made me laugh really hard because I was like, he's confused too. We have to go. He's like, I don't know, but something's got to come out of my body. We got to get out of here. <laughs> We've been having a great time. <laughs> Just a great time living alone. (laughs) Just me and my purple-tailed dog. Yeah, that's made in heaven. I think so. Shit, I was going to tell you something else, and I can't remember. It's gone. Oh, okay. I don't know. Maybe we'll come back later. I Maybe I'm going to... Have you ever done individual braids on your hair? Like a long time ago. Mm. Not Not in the last... I don't know, even know how many years. I did them, yeah, last year I was doing them. But I'm like, I don't, I think I have enough hair to grip it, but I'm like, but I've got these nails with yin-yangs on them. So I'm like, I see? I'm like, oh, how do I grip it? It's not, this isn't enough to grip, is it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Definitely. <sighs> yeah, <sighs> you're already doing it. Look at that. Yeah, you're right. Can you hear it in the mic? Can I hear your hair? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, when you do that, when you run right up into the mic, it's ASMR now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is me braiding my hair. <laughs> <laughs> I did a tarot reading yesterday, and it sounded like you said terror. Oh, yeah, I a did terror a tarot reading, reading <laughs> of all the things that scare me. I read a book about them. So, I mean, sometimes tarot, tarot readings are terror. <laughs> a little bit. I feel like the last uh, one we did was a tarot reading. Uh-huh. But this one was, like, pretty good. Uh, I did, like, a Celtic cross. And the book was like, okay, don't let outside distractions in. But then I turned on Family Feud, and I was like, well, I can't turn it off. I love Family Feud. And then I did it, and uh, it was interesting because it was, like, things you're dealing with. It was, like, you're dealing with a move, and you're, like, grieving with the loss. And I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, you know, uh, me living alone now. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, like, it was just good. And I was like, okay. And I was nice. Like, yeah. And I felt like it was, like, you just have to stay motivated and hang out with people, essentially. And I was like, okay, cards. Thank you. I get it. Yes. Text a friend. Leave your house. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's good. <sighs> <laughs> you know and then i did another one for love and then the Mm -hmm. cards told me the same thing that that psychic told me oh what they say that i meet someone in july and then again at the end of the year damn the cards told you that well yes how are they that specific i know well i have this deck it's called it's like i can't remember what it's called it's like the big friendly deck full of nice ladies and then each card is like a nice lady on it and (laughs) and then the book is specific to the cards and they had a love thing and then they explained that like five of wands means like five weeks and eight like eight of cups means like eight months or like what i can't remember what it actually said oh well then it must be true yeah and i'm gonna believe it with my whole 
<laughs> I believe. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah, because that's all we have, beliefs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you believe in life after love? Is that what the song goes? Yes. Do you believe in life after love? After love, after love? I watched that. Um, oh, you don't want to hear There's a show called. Okay. <laughs> I get it. It's fine. <laughs> I heard it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, there's a show called This Is Pop on Netflix. And there's an episode on Autotune. <laughs> With T Pain. Uh huh. And they, they talk about that share song. Yes. And how that was like the first moment where the industry was like, oh, so we're outwardly using auto tune. Cause they were like behind the scenes using auto tune to like tweak mm-hmm. singers a little bit just to like make them sound on key. But, but it was a secret. And then that share song was the first time someone used it to make them sound, make share sound like a robot, basically, mm-hmm. or sound like a weird alien. Yeah. And people were like, what is this sound? And the general public was like, what is this? Uh-huh. And the, the people in the industry were like, what the fuck are you doing? Share. <laughs> don't you can't tell use, them we do don't, this. <laughs> don't tell them that we can modify voices. <laughs> and then T-Pain did it. And everyone started shitting on him. It was actually pretty mm-hmm. sad. He like went, he got depressed because people were like, you ruined the music industry. Even though he wasn't even the first person to use mm-hmm. autotune. He just used it well on hits and people are like now everyone's gonna use autotune da, 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 da. and now everyone does use autotune mm-hmm. but no one cares anymore and but and and thank god t-pain's having a comeback and people are like mm-hmm. yay we love him again but yeah he was like really depressed for years because he thought <sighs> he he was like absorbing what people were saying about him t was in pain <laughs> He was. The tea was for tears. Yeah, tears. <laughs> tears and pain. <laughs> <laughs> and then he uh, had that uh, uh, Tiny Desk concert mm-hmm. where he was singing without auto-tune. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's like, oh, my God, he can actually sing. And then he was like, that made me even more mad. Because he was like, y'all thought I couldn't sing? <laughs> I'm actually singing. I'm actually producing this yeah. music. I am still talented. I, I just like- happen to have used one device. I feel like people get it twisted sometimes when it's like, oh, you can't sing, but I enjoy this music. And it's like, well, nine times out of ten, if you enjoy the music, they probably can sing. But I guess yeah. it's not always the case. Like, Missy Elliott yeah. can sing. She like yeah. she just raps a lot. Young Baby mm-hmm. Tate is a, a rapper I like who's, eh, I guess people know her. But she posted on Instagram. She was like, y'all thought I couldn't sing? And I was like, oh, wow, you have a beautiful voice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mean... Talented musical people are usually pretty talented. Yeah, they're there for a reason. You know? Um, Especially if they sound the same on every song. We can't say the same thing for a lot of people. Um, (laughs) Let's call her uh, B-High. No, let's uh, let's, uh, uh, let's say J-High. No, K-High. J-Lo. She, uh, I was going to try to give her an alias, and it didn't really Uh, work out because she didn't really catch on. But I watched this whole video that you sent me, about how she takes demos from people and then just lightly lays her voice mm-hmm. over it. So if you listen yeah, to different J Lo songs, she don't sound the same on all the songs. Mm-mm. So Mm-mm. I mean, I guess you know, but that's not to say that she's not you know a great performer. I watch Selena anytime really it comes performer. on TV, and her like still a great performer, great dancer. Mm-hmm. Like I loved her Super Bowl performance. Mm-hmm. I was like screaming the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like she's fun, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. 
But artist, maybe not. Yeah. And yeah. She's an entertainer. She's an entertainer. <laughs> yeah. Entertainer. Entertainer. Um, I've been watching a lot of Wendy Williams clips, and if you guys haven't seen the current clips that have been going around with Wendy Williams, get thee to the internet. <laughs> There's a clip where she's talking about Britney Spears, and she was like, all of them, all of them are bad. Death. And <laughs> she, like, surprised herself with how intense she said death. And then someone in the audience went, Jesus! <laughs> and there's someone else who was like, too far. Yeah. <laughs> how dare you, Mr. Spears? You had me fooled. And you too, Mrs. Spears. Death to all of them. And then she introduced... I don't want to ruin this video. But there's a video. It's seemingly... By, this, by the time this comes out, everyone has seen okay. the video. She's talking about this TikTok man in a way where it sounds like she's upset that he has more followers than her. And yeah. then it's like a three-minute video. And at the end, she's like, he was murdered. And you're like, wait, why would you introduce this like that? It was a long setup, too. Yes. She's like, he has millions of TikTok, more TikTok followers than I do. And then one of her producers is like, well, you have more Instagram followers. And then the audience is clapping for that. Yes. They're like, yeah, Wendy, you have more Instagram followers. And she's like, thank you. Well, anyway, he died. <laughs> She was murdered. Fully unhinged. But she's always been a little unhinged. I personally like Wendy because she's been very but kind has she to been me. doing she's never been doing this. This is specific to this. like she's saying death upon other people <laughs> and also like introducing the way people have died pretty inappropriately. Yeah. I I don't know. She's feeling loose. Uh Re real loose. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with her. But man, she makes me laugh. I mean, great TV. Yeah, when I was on her show, she's, I can't remember what we were talking about, but she was like, you're a big girl. And I was like, sure. And I, I was like, I feel like what you... Was the, what was the next sentence? I cannot remember, but I don't think it had to do with me being an adult. I think she was like, you're fat. And I was like, yes, Wendy. I, why is this being... Uh, okay. She's a, she's a gift. She is a gift <laughs> to us all. I need to watch the the Wendy Williams story. Her the oh yeah the movie the about her life of her life. Yeah, because one of the women from the Oval plays Wendy. <laughs> oh, combining two of your favorites. And if you know me, I love the Oval. Can't yes, stop talking about it. The Oval, the Oval, the Oval. <laughs> I made Mateo watch so much of it, and he was like, "What is this? <laughs> I gotta get on it." It's perfect. It is absolutely perfect. Hey, do you want to go to the Madonna Inn for my birthday? I do. Great. Settled. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we can scratch that off Moving the docket. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we went there during the pandemic, uh -huh. but it was like all closed up. We got to yes. actually see what the real deal is. Yes, about. I want to stay in one of those fabulous rooms. I'm going to make you take pictures of me everywhere again. Yes. <laughs> Uh, will you explain the Madonna Inn? To the oh, the Madonna know? Inn is a themed hotel. And I say themed loosely because it's truly just like pink. Uh, I don't want to say gaudy, but like lots of patterns. It's like a maximalist uh, fantasy. Mm -hmm. And each room is like a different. A different theme. Theme. Yeah. Some have like rock showers. Um, it's cool. It's in San Oopsie Loopsie Poopsie uh, near Pismo Beach. 
And yeah, I really, I, I just want to stay there. I was talking to a friend recently about it and he was saying, Who? How, you friends? I mean, barely. <laughs> this is a new friend. He's on, he's on the show. <laughs> okay, great. And uh, he was saying how the Madonna Inn was created to be a halfway point for people tra- traveling from San Francisco to oh to LA. to LA, which doesn't feel halfway, but, or something. It was like a stop uh-huh. on the journey to somewhere. Um, and, and then like, at some point they're like, we should start making it fun. Like, it's <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a, it's a necessary place for people to stop on their journey, but also why not have a fun time looking at these cool rooms? And, uh, and my friend who went is a gay man and, you know, they were living their life at this place, but then like getting side eyes from like, um, well, you, we, we saw the clientele that was there when mm-hmm. we were there. It was like a lot of old white people yeah. and, they, <laughs> and they were like, ew, what are these like homos doing here? And he's like, excuse me, I belong here more than you do. Why are you here? <laughs> I, it is interesting when you live your life in a way where you're like, I wear what I want to wear and I do what I want to do. I can't tell you how often before I get on a plane, I put on an outfit and then I change it because I'm like, I don't want people to talk to me. Mm. Because people are so, I don't want to say people in general are boring, but a lot of people are like rather boring. Yeah, and they're like, oh my God, you're wearing a fun color. I have to talk talk about it. Yeah. Oh my God, leopard? (laughs) Like, my suitcase is leopard print. I'm thinking about just getting a black one. Because people have so much to say about it. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, it's honestly not that interesting. (laughs) But they have nothing else going on. Nothing. I actually, uh, this reminds me of uh, a guy that me and my man passed. We were, like, walking down the street and there was, like, a a outdoor seating at this restaurant. Mm -hmm. And this man was pretty lit. Like early in the afternoon, it was not nighttime. He was by himself, and we just passed him. And he was like, he looked at my man's shoes and was like, "I like those shoes." And I tapped him. I was like, "Oh, he said that he because my man didn't hear." And I was like, "He said he liked your shoes." And he's like, "Oh, thanks, man." And then he started laughing. I was like, oh, yeah. "I said I liked your shoes," and we're like, "Yeah, yeah." Um, and and he said thank you, and and that's it. And he's like, "Oh, I mean." Thanks for the laugh, guys. Uh, I'm going to think about this for the rest of the day. And we're like, okay. <laughs> like, we couldn't figure out what he thought was funny. Because we were like, what did, What did you think happened? <laughs> we just said thank you. Because you you started the conversation, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe no one's ever spoken to him before. No one's ever. He's just been complimenting men's shoes and nobody said thank you. Oh, maybe. And he's like, I can't believe you guys responded to that. <laughs> I'm always responding to a compliment, which is like maybe the downfall of wearing what mm. I want to wear. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah, I guess. Well, but you got to say thank you. Yeah. I was in New York and I was wearing this purple and pink leopard print jumpsuit from New Works. They have mm-hmm. this thing called it's the only jumpsuit that fits me. It's called a magic suit. And I think it's just because <laughs> it's spandexy. Um, mm-hmm. so it truly fits any body type. And they have this one print that I want so bad, but they're like, it's never coming back. I even DM them and they said no. But anyway, I was wearing this in New York and people kept staring at me and I was like, we are in New York fucking city. I mean, yeah. And we're on the, the most lower interesting thing that you're side. saying. What's happening? Huh. It was very curious. It was very, very curious. Yeah. Sometimes though, people get in like cool fashion trends mm, in new york where mm-hmm. it's like i'm just wearing black you know mm. or like 
leggings and a cool top. Yeah, you're right. Not me, bitch. Not me. (laughs) Also, when I went to Tacoma, I have been touring so much. Just travel, travel, travel. Just a traveling bitch. Um, (laughs) I went to Tacoma and (laughs) I packed. I had been good. When I went to Cleveland, packed the night before. When I went to Irvine, oh, that was just from my house. When I was in Tacoma, I packed the day of, opened Mm -hmm. my suitcase and was like, ah, shit, I think some of this is dirty. And I was like, don't know what, better bring it all. And I just brought dirty clothes with me. And (sighs) then I was like, the third day, or the second day, I was like, I don't have anything to wear to this show. These jeans are like, they're dirty. Uh, And then I had to go shopping. So me and Tess went to a thrift store. And then I was like, okay, well, I have to find jeans. And when you have to find jeans at a thrift store, that's tough. That's really hard. It's so hard. So I found a pair that, like, almost fit. They were slightly too big. They needed a belt. But then they were extra long length. I was like, some big, fat, tall freak got rid of her jeans (laughs) or their jeans. And then I was like, well, I guess I'll buy them. And you know me. I always think I'm tall. I'm not. The way I had to roll these pants up. (laughs) In hindsight, if I saw this show, I'd be like, so she doesn't understand clothing. <laughs> it was like, you know how you like roll things up twice and it's like cute? I had to roll them up four times. It was thick. So just bulky at yes, the bottom? It was as if I was like on my own chain gang. Like it was just like my ankles were just like they kept slamming into each other because it was so thick. So now I just have these jeans in my house and I'm like, I guess I get rid of them. They were $7. So I did get the wear out of them. <laughs> You could hem them, but they're also too big. But yeah, they're, they're not. They don't fit me. They just, they <laughs> they just are not for you. That's fine. Uh, yeah, it felt so silly. Oh, boy. But then I got some when cute I, little tank tops. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. When I uh, packed for Atlanta, I packed all the patterns. Mm-hmm. Everything was a pattern. All of my pants were patterns. <laughs> all my shirts were patterns. And then I unpacked and I was like, well... What am I supposed to wear? <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> some of this stuff works, but I was like, I don't have one pair of normal pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I have some like solid color bike shorts, mm-hmm. but I don't want to wear bike shorts at night. So I was like, what am I going to do? So I had my man send me one pair of pants. Because <laughs> I was like, I, I got to balance this out. <laughs> I have too many patterns. <laughs> boy, oh boy. That's very funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, that yeah, that happened too. So I did bring um, a leopard print onesie with a striped shirt. And I was like, what? Why did I bring this? And then I looked at it and I was like, this is, these are, ha- this is a house thing. You can't wear this outside. This jump, you look like a big fucking baby. And then it was just, it was really bad. It was really, yeah. really bad. It's hard. It's so hard to, like, really, like, put things together and think. I mean, that's why Steve Jobs and Zuckerberg always have one outfit. Mm-hmm. They're like, you don't have to think about it. Eliminates yeah. time. Well, Steve had Just... one outfit. Oh, His yes. job is done. <laughs> oh, am I Wendy Williams? <laughs> <laughs> but that was funny. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. 
Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. So listen, we all know life is full of yada yada. And, you know, people talk and you're just like, oh, my God, this is annoying. And then you just hit an unsubscribe on a bunch of things you got subscribed to on your email. And you're like, what is happening? And I know you've dealt with yada yada before, like when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding in the deep in fine print or bills that seem to keep going up for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have elsewhere. And yes, it's possible to outsmart yada yada, like triple checking airline deals to make sure all you need is already included. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. Stop by one of our over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling selection of timeless designs, perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelet, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, and wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Pandora Jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love. Should we take a quiz? Hell yeah, dude. But before that, speaking of, do yes. you remember um, Elizabeth Holmes? Oh, yeah. They're making a movie about her. Are they? When is it coming out? Because I watched the documentary and I'm still captivated by her and like kind of love her. And I'm like, I want more. I think Kate McKinnon is playing her. Oh, when is it coming out? I don't know. So, Sheer, open your big fucking brain and tell me some facts. <laughs> I don't have that fact. I don't know. All right. All right. Fine. Should I wear my big sun hat to walk Clyde today? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's not that sunny. People will definitely look at me weird. <laughs> Whatever. You gotta protect that face. Hell yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. 
Do you wear sunscreen every day? Mm-hmm. Mm. On my face, yes. Yeah. Um, my sister and Jordan turned me on to this brand called Kale, Kelp, uh, Sauce, uh, col- Kelp, uh, 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 Jordan, help her. <laughs> Yeah, that, we'll that, you it. have repeated kale so much that now I don't know what the brand is Crave. called. Crave. With Crave. 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 Yes. Yeah, my sister was like, you're going to love it. And honestly, it's really good, I think, for... Jordan, do you have oily skin or no? So, I don't have oily skin now. Mm-hmm. I have definitely mm-hmm. have gone through a transition. I have figured out, like, before 25, oily skin. After 25, it's my face is like... You have no oil, and it's just super dry all the time. <laughs> oh, so, interesting. Uh, so yeah. maybe it's good for combination skin because I'm I'm like oily and dry, but I mostly think it oily. Is good for combination skin, but it's like it's really it's like made my skin smoother. I also found this like uh, it's like not like a skin lightener, but it's supposed to like fade uneven spots, and I've been doing that. And I've been nice. doing a little bit of oils at night. Like last night nice. when I went to bed, I was like, I look like a pool. <laughs> My face is I wet. slick. <laughs> Can't catch me. <laughs> Slide right out of your hand. I um, I actually recently looked at my before progress pictures uh, before I started doing curology. And there's a noticeable difference. Oh. I like the stuff. I was like, because wow. I, you know, I was, you don't notice it while you're doing it. Uh-huh. And then I looked back and I was like, oh my God, my, my marks are lighter. I haven't had a breakout, like a bad breakout anyway, in a long time. Wow. Yeah. Wow. My breakouts have slowed down. I ate some meat, so I broke out a little bit, but I've since not been eating meat. So I, I have a question on top of this. Uh, do, when you guys <laughs> wash your face, is it just like, hands and the the product or do you have like i just bought on um like a like a the spinner thing so you can hold it Mm. and it's like goes on your face because i was finding that that was helping with my drier skin but do you guys have like a actual routine that you do with the products or like something just my hands just hand um but that's because this curology program specifically was like don't use any exfoliators don't use any scrubbers or whatever oh um yeah, they it was like specific things. They're like, while you're doing this program, don't do this other shit. Oh, that's good. So to know. that it's like I've been trying not the, to do that. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. I use a washcloth first, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. I use my hands for the cleanser. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're also taking off makeup most of the time. All the time. Yeah, your face is crusty, crusty <laughs> with makeup. Um, I had to. I'm devastated. I had to stop using Mac. Mac oh. and meat were causing my breakouts. I Whoa. Since I stopped using Mac and meat, I currently have no active... No, I have one active zit. But, like, yeah, it's it's Dang. more or less stopped. I, like, threw away all my brushes. Because, um, like, you can clean a brush, but, like, I don't know if you actually get all of the product actually off of it. Probably good to replace yeah. it every so often. So, yeah, it was, uh, I switched to Juvia's Place, which I really like. I use Juvia's Place now, Fenty, and then I just bought this Too Faced uh, uh, foundation that I'm going to try, and we're going to see. Nice. I don't like change, but I needed to for my face. You have to. But I still use MAC lipstick. I'm pretty do or die with them there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was pretty devastating. 
thing. Max started so, as theater makeup. That's why it's did. so thick. That's what I was told. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. I can't remember makeup artist cosmetics. I think that's what it stands for. I might be making that up. Uh, but yeah, they since they they I believe are owned by like L'Oreal. Mm-hmm. So they like constantly are changing the formula. You'll get like I had two bottles and I was like, wait a minute, the consistency is so different from bottle to bottle. And I was mm. I was like pretty, pretty, pretty upset. Dang. Pretty, 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 pretty upset. Pretty, pretty upset. But I'm not disparaging Mac. If it works for you, it works for you. It just wasn't working for me anymore. Yeah. And I did wear it for a I solid mean, decade. And there you go. Also, our bodies and skin change. Mm-hmm. Just like your feelings, hopes, and dreams. Let's do that <laughs> quiz. <laughs> Should we do the quiz? This quiz will reveal which TV competition show you're destined to win. Yes. I started yes, watching Too Hot to Handle season two. And? I just didn't like them as much as season one. And I think I need to just yeah. get over the fact that it's going to be different than season one. I know. It always, like, takes me a minute. I watched, like, so much of um, You Are the One. Mm-hmm. And it was constantly comparing them to the first season. <laughs> well, the first season's great. It's great. And perfect. Well, not perfect. But, you know, it's like <laughs> great TV uh-huh. <laughs> with unhinged people. <laughs> Very unhinged people. And then I see other people. And I'm like, ugh. You're not as unhinged. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What do you enjoy doing the most? Singing. Reading. Taking a walk. Uh, cooking. Dancing. Art. Watching TV. Swimming. Hmm. I'm going to say swimming. Out of all these things, I fucking love swimming. I'm a water baby. That makes sense. Um, I love singing. Yeah. Remember when I made you sing My Heart Will Go On to Me at a bar? (laughs) I do remember that. (laughs) You're like, can you sing this to me? (laughs) Only to me. Thank you. I think people thought I was going to propose to you. I think so, too. And I wish you had a (laughs) ring and you did it. But, you know, I'll start carrying around a ring for you to propose to me with. (laughs) Just in case. Just for moments like that. Just in case. I really really want to make a spectacle of myself. (laughs) But no one will believe us, no matter how many times we say that we're a couple or that we're getting married or anything. People don't want to believe. They don't. Like, when I said that, <laughs> we've definitely talked about this. This is when I embarrassed you and said you need a hot water <laughs> for your digestion. But <laughs> what did I say? I was like, oh, she goes, you're celebrating a special occasion. I said, without blinking, yes, we got engaged. I proposed to her on a jet ski. It lost the ring. She still said yes. And that woman said, follow me. And did not give a shit. <laughs> Because that story was so crazy. <laughs> Even if that's true, you would never do that. You'd never be like, yes, we are engaged. I proposed on a jet ski and it fell in the water. And she said, yes, even though she, we lost the cake. Well, she's like, well, right. this is fake. All, all right. right. <laughs> all right. I would have been like, wow. I would have been so excited. <laughs> Pick a meal. Rice. Pancakes with blueberries. Mm. It's a shrimp. I think it's the shrimp, maybe on some polenta or something. Mm-hmm. Cupcakes. These are this is a wide variety Truly. of meals. Is that it? Oh, oh that's it. It's there were so many more choices in the says, first question. There's only meal? four. This, these aren't meals. Cupcakes these aren't, aren't meals. meals. Rice, Rice isn't a meal. meal. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll pick that shrimp. That's the only like meal. 
<laughs> I guess I'll take the pancakes. <laughs> how strange. Uh, how would your friends and family describe you? Confident. Adventurous. Creative. Smart. Um, huh. I would describe you as confident. Oh, thank you. How would you describe me? Adventurous. Hell yeah, dude. Let's do it. Let's do that. Pick an animal. A white tiger. A little kitten. Oh, a dog having a good time. Some sort of lizard. I think that's a chameleon. A chameleon. I know how to say it, but I I like saying chameleon. Remember Chameleonaire? We saw him roll and then he never came back. (laughs) He just rolled away. (laughs) I think I'm going to pick that dog. I'm going to pick a tiger. I love tigers. Lately, been loving my dog. Yeah. Pick an aesthetic photo. Okay. This is like an island with a bunch of trees. This is um, like a city in Tokyo, maybe? Or I guess it doesn't say specifically where it is, but it's dark. There's like neon lights Mm -hmm. on a cool building. This is just like the side of a keyboard with some glasses. This is uh, someone in a silhouette lighting Uh with a black power fist in the hair but i am guessing they're not black based on that hair they're a hundred percent not black how wild um i'm gonna pick that island yeah um i i'm gonna pick that nighttime scene okay finally pick a color this looks like a red pink color this is like a turquoise teal it's like a golden yellow ocean waves blue I like the yellow. I'm going to pick the turquoise teal because it's got a little bling bling in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the sheer. <gasps> and um, I already forgot what this quiz was. Me too. So, <laughs> this is to reveal the TV competition oh, that yes. we are destined to win. Mine is The Voice. You are super confident and natural born performer. So you would be perfect for this singing competition. I truly saw The Voice and gasped because I was like, is this you're going to go in The Voice? And then I forgot <laughs> we were doing a quiz. <laughs> and sometimes these are so long. I'm like, what did we agree to do? <laughs> cool. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I'm going on Survivor. Oh. I don't know about that. You love the thrills and adventure, and you are a great leader, so you'd be perfect for the survival show. I would die. Hmm. I'd be the first contestant to pass. Well, we did figure out that Survivor is a game of, like, um, relationships and cunning and, like, making, you know, kind of manipulation. But also it's hot. And also it's hot. But you would, I feel like you would be good at being, like, can you guys build me a shed? (laughs) (laughs) They'd be like, God, she won't shut up until we build her this fucking shed. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I can be very annoying. (laughs) Or just persuasive. Mm, Okay, that's a nice way to phrase that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Vacations are always good. Sometimes they're even great. And Celebrity Cruises is about to ruin all of that. Because once you explore with us, you'll never want a vacation any other way. And with new Quick Caribbean Escapes, you'll never want a weekend any other way either. Celebrity Cruises. 
nothing comes close. Visit Celebrity.com, call 1-800-CELEBRITY, or contact your travel advisor. Ships Registry, Malta and Ecuador. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Do we answer the queries of the world? Yeah, let's answer some queries. Before we answer queries, I just mm-hmm. got to say, um, so a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago, don't know when this is going to come out, but I said babies shouldn't be allowed on planes. It should be illegal. And we uh, put an audiogram on, on Instagram was saying these things, and there should be kid air and kids should be pilots. Boy, oh boy, a lot of parents in the comments on my Instagram. Ooh, they got mad. <laughs> And only Maybe. one person was like, hey, if you listen to the episode, they talk about like con- like consenting when touching a child and asking them about their feelings and talked about like the clothing they wear. And I was like, yeah, we actually advocated pretty well for kids. Yeah. But then someone on Twitter today sent me a picture of a child climbing up the side of an airport wall. And <laughs> I was like, yeah, send them away. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by it. Take them to kid air. <laughs> Uh, where the kids or pilots do yeah maybe con air wherever the pilots were convicts maybe it's like we borrow from them oh my god no wait what you've never seen the movie con air oh it's a movie it's not real (laughs) (laughs) imagine there was a real airline (laughs) where it's convicted felons just like mid-sentence being like all right we're taking you somewhere (laughs) I'm not telling you where. I gotta, I gotta go rob something real quick. Yeah, just real and, quick. Sit tight on the runway. We we gotta, <laughs> we gotta commit this crime first. It was a movie. So sorry. Your face was really like what? I was like, what is this? Excuse me. <laughs> They're hiring convicts to fly planes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not ex-convicts. They're currently. I can't remember the premise of the movie, but I think they were like trying to transport a bunch of criminals. And then they took over the plane. And then Nicolas Cage is in it. Nice. Can't wait for that pig movie. (laughs) Jordan, Kibby, you have to watch the trailer to a movie called Pig, where Nicolas Cage has a pig taken from him. And he goes, I just want my pig back. (laughs) 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 And I can't fathom what this movie's about. (laughs) Like what it's actually about. But I actually might watch it. He's bloody throughout the whole trailer. Mm-hmm. And his pig, Doesn't I think, was, sense. like, sniffing for truffles. And he, like, lives up in, like, the wilderness. And they're like, you should have stayed up there. And he's like, I just want my pig back. <laughs> Nicholas Cage makes some pretty interesting movie role choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'll love him forever. He's perfect and moonstruck. Johnny has his hand. Why don't I have my hand? It's a oh, yeah, Looney Tune way nuts. of uh, <laughs> delivering that line, and I love it. Also, really quick, <laughs> can I just share? Um, but this is Ooh. the actual, like, <laughs> poster for Connor. Yeah, it's perfect. I don't understand. It's definitely Nicolas Cage's 
best hair. <laughs> yeah, it's just like yeah. long and beautiful. Oh. Wait, what's the... Oh, you've got Danny Trejo in here. Uh-huh. Whoa. I believe Steve what's Buscemi. Oh, I was thinking Top Gun. I was like, isn't there a Tom Cruise plane movie? Yeah, that's Top Gun. Hmm. That, but it's very different from mm-hmm. Con Air. Which is different than... Uh, Lots of planes. What am I thinking Yes, it's true. Mm-hmm. Air Force One, that's a different movie. <laughs> Isn't Con Air also like a like a blow-drying company? Yeah. Like oh, the hair, sure. it's and a hair tool line. <laughs> Air product line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why you, when you said Con Air, I was like, <laughs> so hair tools would be flying the planes? I don't understand <laughs> how this is going. Wait, everyone just puts a uh, hair dryer out the window and blows yeah. the plane up into the air. Imagine. Wait, is Con Air called Con Air because it's fake air blow drying your hair? Oh. It's a con. It's a con. <laughs> <laughs> is, Maybe. That's it? Oh, it was probably, it's probably abbreviated. It's probably like condensed air or like mm. concentrated air. Yeah, you're probably right. Or someone in a meeting was like, this is fake air. You're a bunch of cons. Connor! They jumped out the window. And they're like, ooh. And they're like, yes. <laughs> okay, so I'm calling an ambulance and also good idea. Rest in peace, George. That was great. <laughs> okay. Now we should answer the queries of the world. Mm-hmm. Oh, a text message. Ooh. I'll read half. Okay. Hi, Nicole and Sashir. I'm a huge fan of your podcast. I'm a huge fan, and your podcast has saved me on multiple occasions, including a 24-hour road trip by myself. So, my best friend and I met in college and have known each other for about five years now. We used to be able to hang out whenever we wanted because we live so close. And if either of us had a bad day, we could just come over and hang out. We now live about two hours from each other and are very busy with work and other stuff. She had a really tough mental year in 2020, and I tried my best to be there for her, even though we didn't get to see each other in person. But there are times where I felt like she was taking out some of her emotions on me while I was trying to support her. It hurts me a lot when this happens, but I know how difficult things must have been for her. How do I figure out how to balance supporting her in difficult times and maintaining my own mental health when her reactions can hurt me? Thank you so much. Also, we both use she, her pronouns. Okay. I think it's okay to say to somebody, I'm so sorry, I don't have the bandwidth right now um, to talk about this. Can we can we talk about this later? You're talking about the friend who wrote in or the, or the other friend? The friend who wrote in when she feels like her friend is taking out her emotions on her. I yeah. think it's okay to like put up the boundary to be like, I can't talk about this right now. Uh, I mm-hmm. don't feel great. Yeah. Um... It's hard because there's no specifics in here. We don't know, mm-hmm. like, why she had a tough year mm-hmm. or... Which, like, I guess we don't need to know why, but... Um, I mean, everyone had a tough year. Everyone had a tough year last year. They did? I mean, some people had... What? <laughs> Wait, they did? No, 2020 yeah, was I don't a know. beautiful year for everybody, I think. <laughs> Thriving everywhere. People leaving their houses and having a great time and fellowshipping. <laughs> All the fellowshipping that was done during 2020. Yeah, I I agree. Everyone did have a very very tough year. Yeah, I think um, you know you can have understanding and patience with this person and be like, you know, they went through a rough year, mm-hmm. but also do remember you did too, and mm-hmm. so did everyone else. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, 
yeah, if there's moments where your friend cannot really um, help herself from, I guess, thinking about herself and and complaining or getting angry at you or what you know, however she's taking it out on you, you could just like take a step back mm-hmm. and be mm-hmm. like, "What do I need to feel good? Not this. This doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. Who can I talk to that will make me feel loved right now?" And um. Sometimes that's necessary. Sometimes a step back is necessary. And you could, I mean, I guess you could talk talk to this person, but I don't know specifically what this person's doing mm-hmm. to you. That's making you feel uh, like she's taking it out on you. But yeah, it's okay to also be like, you know, I'm trying to be supportive. She's not accepting it. I'm, you know, maybe I'll revisit this later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's good. But yeah, while you're trying to be supportive, also remember that you need support too. Hell yeah, dude. Support and all about support. Yeah, we're all just uh, bricks to a house and we need (laughs) foundations like sticks. Yes, we do. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what a foundation is made out of. Maybe concrete? I think think more than sticks. Sure. Some concrete. Yeah. Let's do one more. Baby, what song is that? Uh, I've uh, 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 baby. <laughs> I don't think you're singing a song. It's a it's a Beyonce song. Boom, uh, 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 baby. Hmm. I do. <laughs> Can you visualize the video in your head? Mm-mm. Do you know what album it's off of? I think Beyonce. figure it out okay let's hear this voicemail (laughs) okay hi nicole and sashir um first of all i love your podcast and everything you do i'm really big fan um so i have a problem at work you know i've been working at a new place for about six months so kind of like mid-pandemic like tail end of the pandemic i started here uh remotely working And, you know, like, I didn't really know anybody I worked with. Like, I knew that there were other people in the office that I kind of, like, G-chatted with while we were working, like, back and forth. But, like, recently, like, people are starting to go back to the office. And, like, I've been going in, like, I don't know, like, once a week. And it's been kind of strange. Like, I'm noticing, like, there's a lot of, like, clicks in the office. Like, there's one click that, like, you know, they all kind of, like, I guess, hang out outside of work. And, like, so, for example, like, today, like, at the end of the day, one of the guys was, like, talking about getting drinks and, like, talking to a few of the other coworkers, like, about getting drinks, like, right in front of me. And, you know, they didn't invite me. And, like, you know, some of the other girls in my office, like, feel like they are 
being left out of, you know, these work events as well. Um, so I guess my question is, like, how do you deal with, like, work bullies and work cliques? Um, do you, you know, and how do you work with those people? You know, like, I know maybe a couple of them are not the biggest fans of me, and I don't know if it's because they're in the office all the time and I'm not. Like, I choose to work from home. So, you know, yeah, how do you deal with work cliques? And, you know, finding your own clique, I guess, is a great way to, you know, build friendships in the office. But, you know, you still have to work with those people that necessarily don't really like you. So, okay, thank you so much. Love you. Bye. So, wait, she's saying that um, someone on Zoom was saying they're going to get drinks later and didn't invite her. Is that it? Because she's working from home. Yeah, but she's or, going or in she back once in the office. week. She goes yeah. in once oh, a week. And that's where I the see. weird vibes are. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, me personally, I would just have my own. I'd be like, all right, let's go to drinks. I would just invite people to drinks on my own. It sounds like she is talking to some people because mm-hmm. there's it sounds like there's another group of girls who also feel left out. Mm-hmm. Y'all could hang out. Yeah. Hang out with those girls, unless she doesn't like them. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I agree with like, yeah, you can just also, you can invite people mm-hmm. to stuff. Maybe they don't know you want to hang. They don't. You're you're not in the office every day. Mm-hmm. They don't see you. They might be like, oh, she's scared of the <laughs> of Corona. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, maybe she's at home for a reason. Maybe she doesn't actually want to hang out. They don't know. Yeah. Um, Voice your it, concerns, or not your concerns, but just, like, voice that you want to hang out. Yeah, like, hey, if you guys are hanging, I would love to join. Mm-hmm. I'm at home, so I don't get to make these connections as much. You know, you don't have to say all this, but, like, you know, since you're at home, you don't get to have these in-person connections as much. But you would like to hang out outside of work mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, I mean, you could send an email that does say that. It's like oh, I don't really have the opportunity to hang out with you guys since I do work at home, but I would love to get to know you guys. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, August 13th, meet me outside and we'll fight. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I don't know. (laughs) Meet me by the flag. (laughs) And we'll fucking get to know each other. (laughs) You'll get to know my fist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think you just invite, invite them. Invite them out. Yeah. And and also, like, it is great to have a plan, too. You're like, I would love to see this outdoor movie or mm-hmm. uh, a play or whatever, you know, like, I'm going to go to this. Do you, do you guys want to join? And then they could say yes or no. Yeah. But I do have empathy for this person because I have definitely been in the situation and it sucks when you're like, I'm seeing everyone having fun and mm-hmm. no one's inviting me to the stuff. And I feel crazy because I thought I was cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know I'm cool and nice. Why don't they know that? <laughs> um but yeah, I think plan- also like not waiting for someone to ask you to do something. Mm-hmm. You want to do something, ask them, and then they can say yes or no, and then you'll have your answer. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah. I think we solved it. Yeah. And if they don't hang out with you, hopefully you do have actual friends in your life that you like and can lean on, and you can hang out with those people. Hell yeah, dude. You got friends in your <laughs> life. You don't need fucking work friends, dude. Yeah, work friends can be nice, but also work is not you. Your work is not you. Your work life is not your life. Mm -hmm. You can also just find people who you enjoy and love spending time with and just spend time with those people, too. Mm -hmm. I remember I went out with work friends 
when I was working at Lame Giant and I invited them to my favorite bar and I very quickly realized, I was like, oh, these people don't go as hard as me. (laughs) And it was like kind of weird to like watch people be like, oh, I don't want another drink. And I was like, what? But you also were like way younger than the rest of your co-workers, right? Yeah. Not like super, yeah, like a couple years younger. Like I feel like everyone was like, late 20s and I was early 20s. Yeah, that's a different mindset when it comes to partying. <laughs> yeah, boy. They were like, at midnight, they were like, bye. And I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, I'll see you later. I'm I'm about to black out. <laughs> and they're like, this is why you're late, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'll never be on time. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, that's it. Well, that's it. But, uh, if you have a question yeah. or a query... <laughs> yeah. Were you gonna say something? <laughs> that song. <sighs> yeah, I have no idea what that song is. You can email Nicole and Sashir at gmail.com or call us or text us at 424-645-7003. Also, do you like merch? We have merch at podswag.com slash best friends. Lastly, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. That is the easiest way to support this show. And let us know if you know that Beyonce song that Nicole Please! <laughs> it, like, it is in my head. I can't believe you don't know it. it I feel like I, I could get love it. Love you, baby. Love you, baby. And then there's a part where she goes high and she's like, uh-huh. Okay, wait, it's coming to me. Uh oh. Yes. What is this? Yes. Uh fuck. Let me okay. I'm looking at her her <laughs> catalog right now. <laughs> you're you're almost there. Mm-hmm. Is it no, it's not no angel. Is it? Yes, it is. Uh huh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, now you have to play the part that I was doing so yeah. people. <laughs> I was just saying lately. Wait, get yeah. to the high part. Okay. <laughs> We figured it out. I'm so glad. That was going to bother me. It was going to bother me. (laughs) Wow. Well, goodbye from these angels. Yeah. Goodbye, angels. (laughs) Wait, no, we're the angels. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye, angel. Goodbye, angels. (laughs) (laughs) Bye bye. Bye. Vacations are always good. Sometimes they're even great. And Celebrity Cruises is about to ruin all of that. Because once you explore with us, you'll never want a vacation any other way. And with new Quick Caribbean Escapes, you'll never want a weekend any other way either. Celebrity Cruises. Nothing comes close. 
Visit Celebrity.com, call 1-800-CELEBRITY, or contact your travel advisor. Ships Registry, Malta and Ecuador. Hi, I'm Lale Arakoglu, host of Women Who Travel. Women Who Travel is a transported podcast for anyone curious about the world. We talk to adventurers and athletes. I've raced the God's Own Adventure Race, which is on the South Island and goes through the mountains down in the Southern Alps on New Zealand. That was eight days spent out in the wilderness. And chefs. Iranian food is home, it's family, it's love. And we share dispatches from our listeners. Ireland is full of these, I will call them ghosts of the past. From stampeding elephants to training sled dogs. We hear it all. The dogs will curl right up with you, and it can be kind of cozy waiting things out. New episodes of Women Who Travel publish every Thursday. Join us wherever you listen. <laughs>